and welcome to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Today we are going to have Alice Magazine editor Sage Roseanne Spetsky with us and we're really excited about that. Uh, happy game day! First home game, barbecues in the air. Y'all know how I feel about that. Oh, Love yeah. it. <laughs> yep. And um, campus is buzzing with excitement and um, the sound of tents going up and lawns getting mowed. How yeah. are you guys today? Hi, Hi doing great. Doing great. It's a lovely day in Tuscaloosa. Another Skybox Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I cannot wait to get out of here and go to the game later. Yeah, I know. I, and you know, hey, did you notice in the Crimson White, uh, Coach Saban had a letter to the students this time? I did. Uh, was Really cool, you know, telling everybody to, you know, to getting everybody excited about it. I thought it was really well done. And, uh, uh, kind of neat to have him uh, do an open letter to the students, you know. I liked it. I retweeted that with, uh, I think I said something like, simmer down, Nick is speaking. Everybody pay attention. <laughs> this doesn't happen all the time. It's like really important Mark, stuff. is that something that Bear would have done back in your day? He actually, he actually did that <laughs> in my day really? when I was sports editor. I asked him to do it, and he did it. That's which awesome. in the Crimson White. Oh, you can see the bound lines. really cool. And, uh, now I'm doing that, that whole, neat. I'm going yeah. down that rabbit hole of, what if Bear yeah. Bryant had a Twitter, ha, have a, had a Twitter feed? You know, what would that? Like Only like. Mark can answer that question. Do you think he would have? Had, you think he would have had a Twitter feed? No, he wouldn't have used no. the Twitter feed. He would have been would like Saban, you know, the Bill Belichick. He would have done the yeah, called this, it right. Face Twitter or whatever. Yeah, he yeah, he would have. <laughs> There's no way he would have used the Twitter thing. He. Uh, uh, an email probably would have been like he would have thrown a computer out the window if he'd seen one. Probably, I don't know. We need Kirk McNair on our show when we can <laughs> talk about that. You know, right? Uh, but no, I, I think uh, you know. I've always said they're they're very similar in many ways about how they go about preparation, uh, obsessive in terms of preparation. So they're similar. Obviously, they're different personalities, but uh, it's pretty cool. Speaking of that. You know, Lars Anderson's book's coming out soon. Yes, Pub Date was this week. He's got his new book um, that is about the bear and Nick Saban and sort of their parallel worlds. I won't ruin it. I'd love to get him on here to talk about it some. Um, but that was a big deal, and that's a great book. Um, yeah. It's got rave reviews already, which is no surprise. He's, what, an 11 times New York Times bestseller now. Yeah. And um, he teaches in the Department of Journalism and Creative Media at the university. And um, he's just you know, churning them out. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he gets anything else done. I really, it's impressive. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't wait to get him on the show. Lars, if you're listening, uh, we'll see you on the show soon. Yeah, come, <laughs> come visit us. Yeah. And I, I have to take a minute. I, I was remiss last week when we were talking about the, uh, the game being moved for the hurricane, and I said, and they won't move it to Tallahassee. That's not going to happen because it makes it an FSU home game. That's exactly what happened. So and they still lost. And they still lost. Incredible. It went from being kind of a home game yeah. to an actual home game, and right. they still yeah. lost. So, yeah. And I will that say that uh, that reminds me, Savannah Bullard, the editor of the Crimson White, was on with us last week, did mm -hmm. really well in her picks. Of course, 12 yeah. and 3. Nice. Way to go, Savvy. Yeah, it was really good. But, I will, but I'm going to brag about her and me a little bit in that I did. She chose Boise state and so did i i nearly you know i tweeted something i wasn't confident <laughs> especially after the move to tallahassee but i said i gotta stick with it because whatever we say on this show stay doesn't just stay on the show it's right. got to stay on the big board too so my that's guy, the way we did it my guy willie taggart's really losing confidence not that he had much before that game started but four state folks guys. are this is yeah four state folks are not okay with what's going on down there and yeah it's, uh, they can't be. pretty scary for my guy 
Yeah, so. I know, I know. <laughs> you have a whole bunch of guys. I do I'm have a bunch you know, of guys. We need a list of Andrew's guys. So, you know, every <laughs> right. time he says, my yeah, guy, so yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's dudes being dudes. That's right. <laughs> my guys being dudes list. Well, I Top think, 20. I think that book, yeah, that needs to be <laughs> your guys. Billy <laughs> Taggart's definitely on the table. And the also your restaurants. You're pretty good with that yes. in college football town. Absolutely. So, you know. Absolutely. I, I know. Um, so, what, uh, I was disappointed last week with my performance. I got to say, first first one out of the gate, I did not do as well as I thought that I would. You did okay, though. I mean, you know. You know, I'm a winner. Yeah. I never wanted to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was trying to put there. there season, to, yeah, it is. I'll, I'll just be in it for the long game, hang out, see how I do. You know, I, I feel like uh, I was saying earlier, I picked 21 games with some friends of mine just for fun, and all former um, Crimson White editors and people. And I feel like if it had been some of those games, I would have done better because I did really well over there. But. Uh, I'll hang in there. We'll see. We'll see how I do this. Yeah, week. it's a long season. What uh, oh, yeah. what games are you excited about today, Mark? Well, you know, there's some tough picks we got coming up today, and a lot we'll make tougher it, than last week. I will yeah, say. I think so. You know, and uh, I don't know the LSU and Texas game. I'm really looking forward to. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. It's a rough one to pick too. I tell you, a rough one to pick. It's a nothing game, but that's BYU at Tennessee. Yeah, that's a, I'm, I'm having rough. The biggest <laughs> mark on the board for me. Mark. I don't even know in a few minutes who I'm going to pick. I don't I really don't. Andrew and I. I have issues with this. Uh, what you're? I've got my mom is from Tennessee. My mama's family's from Tennessee. I got that whole side of the family, and then you've Same. got yeah. My whole family's from East Tennessee. Yeah, so we have some some. I don't know. It's that guilt, some you know. Deep rooted like, issues. Yeah, I have no guilt. I hate Tennessee. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, that's I just hate not. It. If you're a long time you, listener, mom. you know where I'm at with Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Also, Meredith, I don't know if we've caught you up. Mark trolls the Tennessee message boards <laughs> on weeks like I this, did it this so he can so he can come and talk trash, and he can watch it burn from the inside, and it's oh, hilarious. I love it, Vol Nation. I, you're right. I was on it as right after this game's over. I and was, it was on pure it. Gold, I'm sure. Oh man, it. it was fire Pruitt. Fire Pruitt. I mean, it was. Wonderful! I, it was. Vol I Nation, wish I could see how happy he it, is right it now. Was, it was just. I kept going back to it. I even told my wife Monica. I just said, "You got to look at this." I was just like, "Look at the thread." Even the thread. The names of the threads on that forum, VolNation.com, is just amazing. It's just wonderful. I, Mark's just and sitting in traffic straight the, to VolNation. This group—they've been imploding for years on that thing. You know, oh, yeah. actually, it's, I've said it before though that VolNation.com is one of the strongest college football boards in the country. And here, here's here's the thing about. But, the Tennessee fans. Unfortunately, their team right. isn't as good as right. That. The Tennessee fans. It's it's come to a, it's it's come to a boiling point where they're just they're they're done with it. Yeah. You know, they had the Shiano Sunday, Butch Jones, everything, and it's just it seems like one bad decision after another. I'm not saying that Jeremy Pruitt's been a bad decision. I think he still has time. Oh yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, the first game of his second year. Is it a bad loss? Statistically, the fourth fourth worst loss in college football history, but. Um, I don't know. It just Tennessee fans are fed up with it, and Mark, uh, you're just you're right in the middle of it. Oh, just, yeah. I, think, just, I have to wonder if you get so much. It. I have to wonder if you draw glee from this because, like, if it were the Alabama fans, we'd be doing the same thing but worse. Oh you no, know what question I mean? like, about be, it. Oh, we'd no, be no insufferable. It would be horrific. We and would I feel be. like I feel like sitting from a safe distance, kicking back, watching Vol Nation implode is just sort of <laughs> well, fun. Alabama, <laughs> yeah, because you know it won't last forever. That's right. why it's like I'm enjoying it because we've been there where they oh, are. Yeah. I was oh, going to yeah. ask you, you lived yeah. in the time, or you lived, I did too, but I wasn't here. You yeah. worked here in a time where 
or you've been around the university, both of y'all have, were time where uh, the Shuley years and people talk oh, about those years. Oh, the Mike years, I call Those them. 12 years that were really, really tough. That was rough. Alabama fans would have been the same way had Twitter existed. Oh, sure. I, I know the out. forums existed, but yeah. I think there's probably more traffic now. What talk, yeah. like, Would yeah. you agree that it would have been just oh, a yeah. dumpster fire it would have, on It would have media? been exactly what's happening on Ball Nation right. if there had been a forum back then like that here, you know, right. and they were, they, they were just starting up at that time. But it, it would have been the same way. Just and implosions, I, no doubt right. about it. Certainly college football is not everything. You know, it's not the, I, I, I oh. hesitate to say it's not the most important thing in life, but during those <laughs> Some years. Some disagree. <laughs> during the, it's the most important thing during fall, for right. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> during yeah. those years, though, I, I vividly remember being sad all the time. Like, there was this sort of um, albatross over the campus, you know, that we were carrying with us every day, and it was just really rough. Uh, my brother was here in those years. Shout out to my brother Tyler, who lived in Baton Rouge for like 20 years after he left here. But he was here during that. He got no national championship. I got one. My dad got one. My uncle got one. We all got one. And my brother Tyler was robbed. And so, yeah, I think he's probably be like Mark. He'd just kind of kick back and watch all this burn, watch it burn down. down. Just enjoy exactly. it. Yeah, from afar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from a distance. Yeah, that's sort of the... I don't know. I'm I'm totally a stalker in Ball Nation. They're gonna it. find me out and, and right. put a put an ISBN block on my computer. You know, besides so, the ISBN, we'll talk more about Tennessee BYU. ISBN, I feel like we whatever. talk about Tennessee on this oh, yeah. show more than we should. But anyway, they're fun to talk about. They are. I think another tough pick and maybe the worst game on the schedule is Arkansas, Arkansas at Ole Miss. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Were y'all eyeballing that game? Yeah. Um, I didn't have yeah. very much tough time picking that. Although I see that. I may have picked differently from everyone. Andrew is always coming in last minute with a pick, so yeah. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not going to tell you because the but, yeah, fearless um, pick will be later. All but right. it was difficult. You know, I think any of those SEC games are, especially like this one, this year with the instability and the craziness we got going on, it was tough. It was I've got tough. two of my best friends. We love – we love college football, and we're always talking about football. And one of them said, "How could Tennessee be in the bottom? You know, and how could they not be the 14th in the power rankings?" And I said, "Well, because Arkansas is a team that exists right now." And <laughs> another one of my friends was like, "Well, Ole Miss is pretty bad too." So uh, those yeah. l- literally the two bottom teams in the league are playing each other, and who really knows right. which way it's going to go? So I, don't know. I do. You do, I know. and you're going to tell us later. <laughs> I'm going to tell you later. That's right. <laughs> Well, hey, look, we're going to be we're going to take a short break. We're going to be uh, right back with Sage Rosan Spetsky, the editor in chief of Alice Magazine. Stay with us on ninety point seven, the Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love ninety point seven, the Capstone. You're in the Skybox. Welcome back um, on 90.7 The Capstone. We are here with Alice Magazine editor Sage Roseanne Petsky, and she's going to do some pics with us. Hey, Sage, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for being here with us today. Uh, do you think Bear Bryant would have had Twitter? I honestly don't know. I don't have Twitter, so I can't really say. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a little difficult. We were just talking about that, and Andrew was... I don't know what you said, but it reminded me of this tweet that I actually looked up during the break. Um, there's this Twitter account called Emoji Mashup Bot, and it takes <laughs> a couple of emojis and it matches them. It mashes them up. So preseason, there was one where they mashed up confused and nauseated. It's this green, like <laughs> smiley face. It's not really making his face at all. It's making a sort of sad face. 
Um, and that's how I felt preseason. And I tweeted, when you're used to seeing the Tide at number one preseason, but Clemson still exists, that's kind of how I feel about some of these games this week, this sort of green-faced, uh, you know. Yeah. But we're going to see what yep. Sage thinks about these games after we talk to her about Alice Magazine and what's going on on campus. So how are things at Alice? Tell me about your publication cycle and where we are now with that. So things are moving really fast at Alice. We have a deadline coming up pretty quickly here. Um, we have some really great section editors this year, but we have a lot of new people on our team, so we're all really excited to get started on it. Um, we have a lot of big goals this semester and great. this coming year, so it's going to be a little crazy for a little bit. Now, um, when will we see an Alice on the news, you know, like in the stores and out in Soup Store and Barnes & Noble and all that? So we will have it officially out for everybody to buy um, at the end of October. Okay. Um, yeah, we're excited about it. That's exciting. Can you give us a sneak of any a sneak preview of anything or? So this semester we are looking at our uh, current mission statement for Alice that is five years old, just like our magazine, and we are revamping a little it a little bit um, mm -hmm. to kind of reflect the direction we've gone in. So. We're looking to make Alice a little edgier, a little more inclusive. Um, so yeah, wait to see that in October. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't see it, but around the table we were all like, wow, five years. I can't I believe it's been five years. It's five years. Time really sneaks up on you, doesn't it, Mark? I know. And yeah. you know, we're awaiting any day the uh, finalist list for the uh, Associated Collegiate Press Pacemaker, which is like the top award in college media, and Alice won it uh, three years ago. Wow. Um, and uh, I think it's got a good chance this year after last year's issues, you know, that they're based on the year before. And so we'll see. I don't know. Hoping they do. It's a great magazine. I always uh, brag on it as the best college magazine in the country, and I really believe it is. If you look at it, uh, you know, there are other college magazines about news magazines that are, that are done by their college newspapers primarily. Uh, but uh, and there there is some overlap with Alice with some CW folks are on there but but Alice is a completely separate staff basically and uh, it's fashion and lifestyle and it always has like a uh, an issue oriented story like a few years ago a national one of the stories called Show Me the Money won a national award about the pay gap between uh, women and men and how women can college women can prepare to overcome that and and change that and so. The story won a national award, and Alice always, in every single issue, has a very issue-oriented issue story, sometimes two or three. Uh, so it's not just fashion and lifestyle, and that's what I love about it. And Sage has a really strong journalism background, uh, and I believe that uh, I'm looking forward to what uh, she and that group come up with. I know it's going to be great, and uh, uh, it, yeah, as she said, it'll be out the end of October. And uh, um, can't wait to see it. It'll be over a hundred and something pages again. And uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Sage. If somebody has never seen Alice and they're listening, like, kind of describe it to them. Like, why why should they pick this up? Because I think it's wonderful. I love it. It's it's right out of the gate. That five years ago, it was fantastic. I've never seen a magazine debut so with such a strong presence. I thought it was great. Yeah. Right. So we kind of market ourselves as a magazine by college women for college women. Um, you know, it started out specifically focusing on Alabama and the Southeast, but I'm looking to up our distribution up the East Coast by the end of the year. That's my goal, to make it up to New York at least. Um, awesome. But Alice is 
more than um, just fashion and beauty and we do get put in that box sometimes of just being a girly magazine but we are about everything that concerns college women as well so it's not just about what we wear and how we look but we like to talk about lifestyle things and really important issues like Mark said that um, may not be addressed in other magazines of its kind you know we're not Teen Vogue we like to be accessible to college women and something that everybody can relate to. How long have you been on staff? This is actually my first year. That's exciting. <laughs> wow. Nice job. Thank you. Well, I'm not afraid of controversy. Let's talk a little about what kind of sort of controversial hot button or diffi maybe difficult and nuanced issues that you guys are, are covering or have covered in the past. Right. So like Mark said, we did cover the wage gap, which I'm hoping isn't controversial. There's a lot of uh, information yeah. right. backing that up. Um, but we have in the past covered topics like sexual health, um, you know, sexual assault. We've also this past issue, um, our cover model was a drag queen. So we kind of discussed that as well. And we are going to go into more um, kind of issues that may not be aware to everybody else. Um, we're talking a lot about diversity in this issue, which is something we want to address really heavily. Um, and yeah, we, we really look to not just include your typical, quote, sorority girl that people expect us to um, kind of appeal to, but we do try to appeal to every college woman that's out there. That issue with the drag queen on the cover was um, hot pink. I still have it. I love it. That was probably one of my favorite ones. I thought that was yeah. bold, and I loved it so much. You know, I really I, appreciate the inclusivity. I talked to a couple of people who loved the cover and didn't realize it's a drag queen. Oh, sure. He's a drag queen. You know, like it's a guy. And uh, I, uh, it was, you know, and I remember when uh, Rebecca Rakowitz, who was the editor-in-chief uh, in Sage's role back that last year, and Rebecca mentioned to me, we're thinking about, what do you think about a drag queen on the cover of Alice? And I went, oh, interesting. You know, <laughs> I like, let's see the photos, you know. And uh, the choice of the cover is up to the editor-in-chief, but it's, you know, I advised them, and, and so we talked a lot about that. But I'll tell you, once saw the photos for the cover, I mean, it was by far the best choice for a cover in the mix. There was no it stood it out beautiful. above everything it was a else. Beautiful cover. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's actually sold better than any issue we've had so far. The the superstore sold out of it twice, I believe. Uh, we had to keep carrying more issues over there. Um, so it tells you a lot about, you know, covers like that. I always said for in the magazine business, uh, you have to kind of judge a cover standing about five feet away from it. Or, you know, you have to, it has to draw interest to people. And it's, and if you look at it, it's on the newsstand. Like if you go to Barnes and Noble here, it's on the newsstand with others, with, uh, and, and Superstore, but, but especially Barnes and Noble where it's in with all the other magazines. Uh, we have our own stand at Superstore, but it, it has to stand out and it's sitting in there with professional magazines, you know, and that's the competition in a way uh, and, you know, these students are not full-time employees. They, they don't have the time that people do, obviously, or the experience that people on professional magazines do. But Alice stands up with the best of them. I mean, I just think it's, it's wonderful. And, uh, you know, the, the, from the models who are almost all Alabama stu UA students, and uh, I know Sage has a plan to include uh, models maybe from other universities to, to get to what uh, she was just talking about in terms Fantastic. of expanding the sure. distribution and part of that may be content from other universities with their models or or their reporters so looking forward to that
Including Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe. Uh, yeah. How do you come up with story ideas? What's your process? Um, so we actually just had a meeting this past week brainstorming ideas between um, editors and everything. And so, you know, our beauty editor will pitch, you know, more beauty-related stories, our fashion, our lifestyle. That's kind of how we go. But we do do it as a team. It's not. It's definitely not up to just me. I would not feel comfortable making those kinds of decisions. Um but we make those decisions as a team and something we've talked about quite a bit is um, being more inclusive and highlighting the women that we feature in our magazine because we don't retouch the images or anything and we want to be more relatable for college women. I appreciate that. That's that's wonderful. It's a great it's a great thing for young women to see, um, like my daughter and other young women who are looking at, at those magazines. So if somebody has a story idea or an idea you know, wants to get in touch with you guys or follow you on social media. Um, let's give a shout out to those handles so they can find you. Okay, so we're on Instagram at Alice Magazine. Um, you can also go to alice.ua.edu. Um, and in our About tab, you can submit your information. Um, that goes straight to me, and I send you an email from there. And we don't turn anybody away. So anybody that wants to get involved and has some great ideas, we're happy to have you. That's great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's... So, uh, we're going to talk some football, yeah, too. Football with now, yeah. <laughs> that right. was an abrupt turn. <laughs> um, yeah, so what games are we picking with Sage today, Mark? Well, I think we are going to start off with Vandy at uh, Purdue, right? So what, uh, who are you picking with that? You know, I'm going to go Vanderbilt. Why not? All right. Yeah. All right. Good, good. Good SEC school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas A&M at Clemson. That's a, that's a <laughs> sort of a, that's a, that's an interesting national game. There's no, you know, we'll talk more about this later, but who are you going with in that one? You know, I think everybody thinks Clemson is going to win. I think even Clemson thinks they're going to win. So I'm going to go Texas A&M. Oh, fearless. Underdog. Oh, that's nice. a fearless pick. I like it. Pick. <laughs> good for you. Is All it right. because you just hate Clemson? No, you know, I don't mind Clemson, but I feel like anybody that goes in thinking they're going to win right away, maybe Uh, a little too cocky, we'll see. All right, what about Nebraska at Colorado? I'm going to go Nebraska. I don't Uh, know much about Colorado. The aforementioned Lars Anderson would be happy about that. He's (laughs) he's from Lincoln, Nebraska. His son is named Lincoln, so he would appreciate that. (laughs) Um, Next, I have BYU at Tennessee. We talked about this one earlier. We'll talk about it some more. Mm. (laughs) But what do you think? Um, I'm going to go BYU. Because why not? Yeah, that's probably a good choice, honestly. <laughs> Might be, no doubt. Um, all right, this is one of the tougher games that we've talked about. Uh, LSU at Texas, what are your thoughts on that one? You know, I have to go LSU. I have a lot of friends that are LSU uh. fans. I can't betray them like that. Are there a lot of folks from Orlando loyalty. that go to LSU? Yes. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's some fierce loyalty right there. Yeah. 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 Sage is from Orlando for our listeners who right. want to know. So uh, we were just talking about that before the show, which is why I asked. Um, another tough another tough <laughs> that game. That would seem random otherwise. Right. I'm sorry. I should let the, should let the listeners know what's, what's going on. A lot of Orlando people like, what has Andrew got in the studio with him today? Right. Um, Arkansas, Ole Miss. This is a... I think the toilet bowl is what we're going to start calling. <laughs> I say that in Tennessee, lost to Georgia State. But go ahead, make make your pick. Um, I've only seen either of these teams against Alabama. It's hard to judge from that, but <laughs> it's I'm, possible. I'm going to go Arkansas. Bold move. Mm-hmm. I All like right. it. Okay. Um, another another pretty tough one. Mac Brown's North Carolina squad got him a win last week. Uh, Miami is at North Carolina. Who do you have? Um. I'm from Florida, so I have to go Miami. I have to rep Florida a little bit at least. Right. Yeah. 
All right. And Good. next up is Stanford at USC. Bunch of California schools. Um, I'm going to go USC. You know, I believe in them. Go Trojans. <laughs> All right. Good. Finally, we've got um, Minnesota at Fresno State. And this is this is a shout out to our former right. ho- co-host, Golden Gopher, Doctor George, George Brown, Brown. Right. at My University guy. of Minnesota now, who is listening. I know he always listens. <laughs> Hi, to He helped start the show. Um, I think I'm gonna go Fresno State. I like the pick. All right, I like, I like that one too. I do. All right. Uh, Sage, you talked about before the show being a, a big Steelers fan and being a huge NFL fan. Talk, how how you feel about the Steelers this year going forward? Oh my gosh, you can't even get me started. But um, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm excited for our game this week. It's versus the Patriots, so that's you a know, big week one matchup. Ooh, yeah, you know, big. I love to hate the Patriots, just like I anybody that's do, not yeah. a Patriots fan. Um, you know, I used to write for Odyssey Online, and I wrote an article. A hundred things I'd rather do than watch the Patriots win another Super Bowl. I cannot wait to go read that. And, uh, you know, it got me a lot of traffic the past couple years. A lot of, you know, hate DMs on my personal social media, which is fine. Which, like, you don't really, whatever. No, I actually, I love it. Um, So, you know, I'm excited about the season, but I also, I honestly wish Ben would just, like, retire already. That's, that's, that is a hot take. I can appreciate that. Uh, my ex-husband um, was from up there, and I rooted for the Patriots for a good over a decade. Oh, and then wow. the yeah. best thing about the divorce is not rooting for the Patriots <laughs> anymore. I'm That's not funny. gonna lie. I know that was harsh. That was hard. <laughs> I just tell it like it is. Um, well, Sage, thank you so much for um, joining us today, and even talking a little NFL. We appreciate that. We need to maybe talk more NFL. Yeah, we don't talk much that. NFL on this we show. Really I don't, don't know much about the NFL. This is except Sage we're is clearly yeah, the expert here. Yeah, There's no question. Yeah, I'll take care of it for you. Get yeah. Sage yeah. back in here sometime. <laughs> well, thanks again, Sage. Thanks for being with us. And you are listening to Skybox on ninety point seven, the Capstone. Hi, I'm Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. Welcome back on 90.7, The Capstone. You all are in the Skybox. Uh, Very exciting week. There is ball on again, and there's going to be ball on next week and the week after that, and all the way, hopefully, for the Tide up until January. Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year, It's the best time of year. It's just so exciting. It's wonderful time. For me, I was with the family last week back in Kentucky for my grandmother's 100th birthday. <laughs> Shout-outs to Pearl Ann. Pearl Ann. Um, right. but we it, love you, Pearl Ann. We, I watched a lot of football, but I couldn't really lock in like I want to, like I wanted to. Cause, oh, yeah. you know, so this week I'm really excited about, uh, you know, Tailgating at Alabama and then actually watching a little bit of football games. What game are you all, besides Alabama and New Mexico State, what game are you all wanting to watch the most? LSU and Texas. No doubt, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the that's number one game on, right? And that's I gotta tell one. you, I'm gonna be um, right after this, I've gotta get to Tennessee uh, to Chattanooga for a work conference. Now, the interesting thing about this work conference is it's with all SEC football fan people. Why they scheduled it on a weekend like this, I don't know. But I guarantee you we're all going to have our phones or laptops, and we're going to be checking it constantly. And, no and a lot of them are South Carolina fans um, who sort of got to flee oh, yeah. the hurricane, timely enough. you know. But um, I am looking forward to trash talking with them some. I'm also looking forward to Arkansas Ole Miss just to see how that pans out. because That's going to be a pillow fight. A pillow fight. I, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to be a pillow fight. <laughs> I did not expect that no. pillow fight phrase, but that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So I'm looking forward to those, but just the game day in Tuscaloosa, first game, home game, it's so exciting. You know, you just love, I just love it. I love the atmosphere. We can all kind of hit the brakes on travels in the world and things we're thinking about just for just for a little while Absolutely. and have some fun. Uh, Texas A&M and Clemson, that game last year was pretty wild. Yeah, it um, was. And, you know, obviously Clemson is – Ended up being a lot better than everybody thought last year, or at least Alabama fans thought last year. Um, and they're the clear number one favorite going into this season. Uh, they uh, people kind of expect Clemson to trash a And M, but I don't. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think Jimbo's going to have his guys ready, ready to rock and roll. And so I'm. I'm very interested to see how that one plays out. Um, you know, and Clemson. Mark, what, what do you think? Yeah, you think I think you. I think you're right. I, it's, it may get really interesting because Jimbo Fisher's got nothing to lose in this game. He he, Clemson's. You know, everybody's saying they're going right, to just roll right into the playoffs. Yep. And the pressure really is on Clemson. And uh, you know, he's going to come out throwing a football. The Texas A&M. He's going to have them rolling around throwing. He's going to. They're going to do everything they can. Jimbo Fisher is a very good football he coach. Is. And I believe that the the question is, does he have the talent to hang in there with Clemson? And ultimately, I don't think it'll be close in the end. But there's a possibility. I mean, I'm going to watch too. I think it'd be it'll be fun. Well, there's see. only and what's interesting is there's only two teams talent wise that can hang with Clemson at this point, and that's Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. So right. Texas A&M will probably get there at some point. Jimbo has shown that he has the prowess in recruiting, and at A&M it seems like you know with the with the recruiting rich grounds that Texas um, is will be will be good for them long term but I guess this year is not their year that, that they can compete with 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 the players but I do see them doing that in the future so that game will be interesting um, another game that's not as exciting you know stare would give me a hard time for getting excited about this game but I'm probably gonna watch Vanderbilt oh at well, Purdue. I, I know you would <laughs> I'm shocked former, you're not going to that game former uh, I, Jeff Brom another one of my guys add him to the list right. yes, okay. uh, former yeah, WKU coach with. Jeff Brom who has had some success uh, and then playing the SEC East obviously I've got to watch um, oh, yeah. I think both of those teams are kind of wild cards at times yeah uh, oh, Purdue yeah. will lose a game or they'll beat the Ohio State. You right. know, they just—we don't really know what they're. Purdue what they're was one of those teams last week that really let me down. They I was did. They were. Yes. I just, you know, yep. just one of many. I need a list too. That'll be my list. Teams that let me down. Right. <laughs> teams right. That let me down. Um, well, and so that yeah, that Purdue Vander, Vanderbilt at Purdue. It's uh, it's in West Lafayette, so that'll be pretty interesting. Um, what else are we looking at this week that we're excited well, about? Well, you know, for the. Pac-12, Stanford at USC is going to be an interesting game. And I actually – that's a late-night game, but I love watching the Pac-12 Absolutely. at night. And the I love is, those games. The spread's really close on that game, and the, the predictions from the experts are, are kind of split. So yeah. uh, I, I, I'm guessing we'll be split here in a little bit when we start talking about that game. I don't yeah. know. But. You know, USC lost its starting quarterback last week, so yeah. it didn't help yeah, them. Did. And right. So they, they had what they were calling the air raid offense, but I think that's uh, – I think they're in the bunker <laughs> with it, that air raid offense. Was it an right ACL that he tore? I can't remember now. I think it was. It was a serious injury, yeah. and he's out for the season. What is yeah. it about Pac-12 at night that you like? I just for, they fling the football, you know, generally. Oh, yeah. And sure. now this game's a little different because USC and Stanford are both sort of in the trenches and doing that. USC was supposed to be throwing the football, but now with a backup quarterback, we I don't know about it. But generally. 
I like watching it, like Washington State, all those teams. They just throw the football, mm-hmm. and they just fly, fly it. I mean, I love it. I think it's entertaining football. Oh, yeah. There's no defense in a lot of these games. There will be defense say, in this one, but there's in a lot of them they're not. When so. you've been watching Alabama football as long as you and I have, that's something to see. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> We're used to this yeah, slogging the, defenses, you know, those slower, um, yeah. at least tr- historically. Even, even in the winning days, I remember Gene Stallings' teams were, you know, they're just slogging through the offense. <laughs> Offense, but man, that Absolutely. defense, nobody's scoring on them, you know. Absolutely. So, so yeah. You know, a, 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 a little in state rivalry we have going on Southern Miss at Mississippi State. Uh, yeah. I don't really know how the, the Eagles are going to be this year, but. Uh, and they're Mississippi coming here State, soon. Yeah, they are coming here soon. So that'll yeah. be kind of a test to see what Alabama's going to face here. Uh, towards the end of the year, or towards yeah, uh, here in a little bit. So it'll be a more cowbell question mark situation. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> more cowbell. Have you, been, Meredith, have you been to a game there? No, I've never been to a game. It, I can't believe it. Oh, but it's, 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 it's fun. They're great. Like it's it's a fun atmosphere. The cowbells are very loud. They're I'd loud. like to go because comically a, loud. That might send me over the edge. And B, would, yeah. I feel like Death Valley is still the loudest place I've been. LSU, I think that's a, just a really loud place. But right. I don't know those cowbells. I don't even like people that whistle in public. That's one of my like things. Like yeah. I don't necessarily then, want to hear that, that song. And the, the crazy thing is, I'll <laughs> give them credit. They have yeah. on the jumbotron. They'll you can ring it, but during a play you can't. So they'll have they educate the crowd during the game like don't ring your cowbell during the play. So it's like ring your cowbell. They ring it, ring it, ring it, and then it says stop it and stop. Yeah. So all right. So since I've never been, if somebody accidentally rings the cowbell, is it like a cowbell off going off during a wedding? Does everybody shame them and turn and look at them? <laughs> so like, yeah, like, I, mean, <laughs> I don't remember that exactly happening. Yeah. I was in the Florida section, um, so there weren't a lot of cowbells around me, which is great. Um, but yeah, it just it is a it's a very it's just it's something that they know. It's something you learn as a I've been there four or five times, but it's, I've been in the press box every time. And the press box, you know, the whole stadium is much smaller right. than here. And so <laughs> I think the, and so there's this atmosphere of it. But I will say this for those Mississippi State people, like the, the, the their sports information folks and all of them, they are great people. I mean, I, and the fans are always really nice. They're they're even though the cowbells are, you know, it's not they're not obnoxious to them, but they are right. the people from the outside. Uh, but these are really nice fans, and they and I do hope I always want Mississippi State to do well because I think uh, I like those I like the school, I like the people, and the atmosphere there is kind of a throwback in some way. It's a bigger stadium than it used to be yeah. for sure. They've expanded it some, but I. I uh, I like it. I like the atmosphere there. I have a lot of friends who recently purchased cowbells because they have kids. I have friends with triplets that just started at uh, Mississippi State. Triplets all at the same time. Wow. Um, and then I have a friend in our department, Chriselle. Shout out to Chriselle Stevens, whose um, son just started at Mississippi State. So they really do have nice people, nice fans, and, and great folks um, in Starkville. Yeah, they do. So, well, what did y'all think about the Auburn-Oregon uh, game last week? I, I picked Oregon Don't. and missed that one, so. Even get me started. I had so much emotion after that game, I could not wind down. I don't and here's who I picked. why. I picked huh? Oregon because you know I had just been up there. I'd just been up yep. to the stadium. I talked about their fans being rabid right. and really and I picked them even though I didn't want to. I'm an all SEC all the time kind of gal. If Auburn's not playing Alabama, I'm gonna pick Auburn because I wanna keep it in the state, I wanna keep it in the SEC, I want the SEC to remain strong. And I was livid that I had picked Oregon. So by the end of the game, I'm like, you know what? Throwing all that out the window, I'm rooting for Auburn despite my, you know, my pick. <laughs> and 
they fought hard and a lot of people said they didn't deserve it but i mean at the end look at they they came back from some serious de deficiencies that they were fighting and i was just really impressed what a game yeah it, it, it was good football absolutely. objectively speaking and auburn yeah. is you know they're the highs are high and the lows are low with the auburn team i think um, yeah. Looking forward, Bo Nix and that the quarterback situation there. You got if you're an Auburn fan, you got to feel pretty good about the way that that team came back in the second half yeah. and how they rallied. And, um, and so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Is this the year that Auburn is 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 dominant and you're scared of them, or I, is it the year that Alabama's I don't think so. Beat them by 30, I, so? I wasn't. I mean, my thing is, uh, I was critical. I was just. You know, watching your TV, talking to myself. I'm looking at the TV and like, Bo Nix, you're not that good. You know, because they got all this hype. Auburn sure. gets these new quarterbacks, and they're suddenly going to yes. win a Heisman. Right. And they're, you know, and uh, so I was really skeptical of Bo Nix. In the first half, I thought he was uh, – he didn't do that well. I mean, he did fine, but I thought that uh, – he wasn't this, you know, savior of the program. I will give him credit for this, though. That was a world-class play at the end yeah. when yeah. he won the game. And that is going to help him. And so, I am a little, as a Bama guy, I'm a little worried that that yep. gave him the confidence because if they lost, and I was hoping they'd lose, <laughs> I thought, yeah, that'll right. destroy the confidence. But right. now with that winning like that, uh, they got a lot of confidence. That, yeah, that, that play was Tula, Tua yeah. and Jalen Worthy. I mean, that yeah, was yeah. a solid play. Uh, and you're right, that media, and I am a member of the media, so I'm knocking myself right now, but that narrative the next morning, Bo Nix saves football. Bo Nix saves that. You know, Bo Nix is a miracle worker. Bo Nix this, <laughs> right, Bo Nix that. Right, and right. I thought, all right, let's just simmer down. Like, it was right. it one was game. hard fought. It was, right. it was hard fought one game, really one half, you know. Right, so right. that's exactly That it. was a little overkill. Um, well, let's get into our picks. We'll, we'll, we'll get into a couple picks, and then we'll uh, – We'll get rolling. So first, we have Cincinnati at Ohio State. Ohio State loves playing at 11 a.m. They do. What is it with them? I don't know. They love it. A major power in college football, and they have all these 11 a.m. stars. Um, All right, y'all tell me if this is true. I read this, and I want to run it by you because I find this hard to believe that Ohio State hasn't lost to an in-state opponent since. Um, 1921 to really? Oberlin College by a 7 6 score. Shout out to Oberlin I need College. To, I should have fact checked myself, but I just saw this before it came out. I don't know. If you if any re, if there's any listeners out there that know the answer to this, tweet us. Yes, yeah, please. let us know. Um, yeah. At Fearless Picks. Yeah, at Fearless Picks. Tweet us yeah. and we'll, 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 re, we'll retweet you. I and do. you'll get a shout out next week. Yeah, we'll yeah. totally do that. I, I do think the Bucks need to be ready. Um, Bearcats are going to be a bigger threat than FAU. I totally sure. agree. I yeah. think Cincinnati is a good football team. They were a good football team last year. Um, you know, Luke Fickle was the interim coach there for a year um, before they hired Urban Meyer full time. But Ohio State, like we said last week, they've got the dudes. They're they're, they're better than Cincinnati. Andrew, that's so, the Ohio State team. Right? Excuse me, the Ohio State. They've got the dudes. That's right. So, we have to trade Buckeyes for all. No, we can't State use me. You know, I'm taking right. it out of every. I don't use these anymore. And anything I write because they right. trademarked yeah, you just, it. You know, I can't use it anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. I just have. To, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Really ridiculous. We'll uh, get into that one. Uh, so, Mark, you're picking Ohio State as well. Ohio State as okay. well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh, moving on, Army at Michigan. I think the spread is like twenty and a half for this game. Michigan's the favorite. That seems that seems pretty big for me. Yeah. I'm picking Michigan to win the game, but Army Army's gonna Army's gonna make a little Army's closer a good to the twenty point spread. So. I'm I'm normally uh, you know uh, you know I love Harbaugh. So, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah. I especially love his khakis, and I I'm, he's on I'm, my guy list. You know, <laughs> and I love his uh, whole milk in a goblet. Right. I mean, this guy has I mean. got it going for him, but. Uh, but this is the kind of game where Harbaugh teams underperform, Agreed. too. 
even at home. And I, I believe Michigan's going to win it, but it would not surprise me if this thing was close. It wouldn't surprise me if they, Michigan blows it out either. But I don't think they'll blow it out. I think it's going to be close. But also, this is the kind of thing where Michigan can just throw up a, a dud. They right. Can, you know, we'll see. I agree with Mark. I think it is going to be close. I have a friend um, from Birmingham, shout out if he's listening, that, that he was in the Army, but he loves Jim Harbaugh. And I wonder who he's picking for this game. I should have asked. But uh, the reason, back to the khakis, he loves Jim Harbaugh, is that he gets yeah. his pants at Walmart. Like, that's oh, the reason. Like, that's <laughs> the best. He's I, 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 I told you last week, he is worried about football and yeah, nothing, nothing else in the world. Like, he gets he the khakis at Walmart. Right. And I don't think that's a reason to pick a team. So that's not why I'm picking <laughs> Michigan. It is but I appreciate the folksiness of that. Right. So he's not only the khaki lord of Ann Arbor, he's the khaki lord of Walmart. That's right. Walmart. That's you said Nike would hook him up with some, with yeah. some, with some Nike khaki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harbaugh's right. on the list now. Absolutely. Next so, up, we got um, yeah. Vanderbilt at Purdue? No? Yes, yeah. that's it. That's it. Vanderbilt at Purdue. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just picking Purdue. I don't know. You know, they burned me last week, and so I'm a little bit peeved about that. But what the hey? Let me do. Let me if, just if they one burn, more time. If they burn you again, the you can cast them away forever. Yeah, I feel that I should. I'm going happens. with Purdue as well, um, purely just because it's at Purdue. Uh, it's it's going to be a close game, but I, I think Purdue wins. Yeah. And I forgot they blew that double-digit fourth quarter lead. Oh, big lead. time. Yeah, it, it was, was terrible. Yeah. It was I bad. I forgot how awful it was until just now. It's all coming back to me like yeah. a bad dream. Yeah, it was well, bad. Well, I'm going with Purdue, too. This was kind of a tough pick for me, but I'm yeah. going with Purdue. We'll go one more pick real quick. Uh, Syracuse at Maryland. I'm taking the orange. Uh, I'm taking the orange. I'm going with Maryland. Maryland. Y'all know why? Because it's Maryland. You know? Yeah, that's that's it. That's all I got. No, really. I did look at some um, – I don't know. I weighed a lot of things, and I decided to be – Underdogish for this one. It's my fearless pick. I'm going Maryland. I really think they can there we do go. this this time. Um, thank you for that, Meredith. We will be right back on Skybox and 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome back to the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the studio today with Alice Magazine editor Sage Rosance Petsky, and she did her picks. We did a few of our picks, but I have a question because Sage is a big Steelers fan and a big NFL fan. Do you go to the Bama games? Have you gone to college games? Yes, I love going to Bama games um, because everybody's so into it for like a quarter. After that, it gets really sad for me because I've always been such a huge football person. Um, you know, the Steelers, we don't always win, but we're always there for the whole game, which is like the important yes. part to me. I so I will refer you to Nick Saban's letter in the Crimson White this yes. week. You know, stay for yes. more. Right. I asked because I didn't know how that stacked up to the NFL. I've not been to an NFL game in like 20 years, so I have no concept. So, yeah. Right. I do love Bama games, but it's it's almost like... I, it sounds terrible, but we like win too much. It's not exciting <laughs> anymore. Like yeah. every we need an Steelers Auburn game, Oregon game. Yeah, for every Steelers like, game yeah. for me is like, like I'm so nervous about winning. So I like when it. I go to Alabama games, it's like this is great, <laughs> we're winning, but like what now? You socialize. It reminds me of Ivy League games, and I've been. Mm-hmm. To, I have an Ivy League football college games, and it's more about socialization. You know, just socializing. Um, we left off at West Virginia at Missouri. Uh, I'm going with Missouri. They were a little bit. Uh, Unsteady, I guess, last week. But I'm sticking with them. I I feel like they're still going to beat this. I'm going Missouri as well. I uh, I I really struggle picking this one just because I don't know much about Neil Brown and West Virginia squad. But I'm I'm going with Missouri. Yeah, 
I'm going to go Missouri, too. I think, you know, mainly because they're at home. I think this game was at West Virginia. I'd go with the Mountaineers. So, uh, uh, and, you know, by the way, I've said it before. Every year I say it. I love what West Virginia does when they win a game at home. They, you know, they sing the country road. Yeah. John Denver song. John Denver song. And they all the players go around and, you know, meet all the fans in the stands. Yep. And it's really a cool uh, thing. Uh, and, by the way, I, I love it so much. I looked up on uh, – a couple of years ago I looked it up. John Denver actually sang that song. Uh, year in the, Back in the 70s, he went there and sang that song after wow. the, for them. Uh, you know. That's awesome. And, unfortunately, John Denver is dead now. Uh, yeah. I love John Denver. He I was great. Him. Yeah. Um, so we have UAB at Akron, CBS Sports Network, 11 a.m. I'm taking UAB, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> this is my fearless, This is my second fearless picks. First Maryland. Now I'm going with the Zips. Wow! All right. I just don't. I and this pains me too because I'm from Birmingham. They're my team. I want to root for them. I do not think they can do this. And okay. that's all. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going UAB just because I want them to win, and I'm not. Uh, but, yeah, I could see where Akron, you know, this is a tough road trip for UAB, but uh, I'm going with UAB, and, um, you know, I, I like the program, and I uh, wish them the best. So. Yep. All right. Uh, Rutgers at Iowa, 11 a.m. again, Fox Sports 1. I am taking the Hawkeyes. I'm going with the Hawkeyes. I got to, you know, I lived in Des Moines for you a did. while when I was People forget that. I did not home. know that. I and forgot. so I have to go with the Hawkeyes. I, uh, you know, I was not an Iowa State guy when I was there. I was an Iowa guy. So uh, there you go. I'm not really an Iowa guy, but uh, those Hawkeyes, I, I was with them then, and yeah. got to stay with them now. Yeah, I'm same across the board, Iowa. Um, that's good for me. Next up is South Florida at Georgia Tech. I'm going with Georgia Tech. For me, this was a tough game to pick because I don't know much about. Um, these two teams, so I, I picked Georgia Tech as well. I'm going, you know, South Florida looked pretty bad last week. They did. Uh, and, uh, you know, Charlie Strong is on uh, a hot seat uh, there. You know, it's yep. just a, the program didn't look good. Blake Barnett, who was here, was their quarterback. He didn't look very good, I didn't think, although it wasn't really his fault. He had no offensive protection. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard when you don't have uh, anybody. So I think I'm going with Georgia Tech. I believe Tech's going to win this. Uh, you know, I know Tech <laughs> had a – uh, got killed by Clemson, but that's Clemson. Uh, I think Tech will blow them out. I really right. do. Uh, big one out in uh, up in uh, the Death Valley, uh, the second Death Valley. I think uh, Baton Rouge is the real Death Valley, right. although the better team is in the second <laughs> Death Valley. And I'm going with uh, and Texas A&M at Clemson, and I'm going with Clemson uh, in this game, even though it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I think Clemson's going to win. Uh, Texas A&M is going to make it a little closer than people think, though. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. I'm, I'm going with Clemson, of course, but I have to say, like, I have friends, both have gone Texas A&M and Clemson. I'm spending some time with them this weekend. That's going to be interesting. But they're just the nicest people. Yeah, and they it are. was they're hard because I, I'm going to upset someone I'm with this weekend, but I'm still going with Clemson. Next up, we got Nebraska at Colorado. Andrew, who you got? I am taking the Cornhuskers. This is a tough one for me. I really don't like Nebraska. I, you know, <laughs> they, they're similar to Tennessee in the fact that people always ask, are they back? Um, they might actually be back. Uh, whether they're back or not, they're better than Colorado and they're going to win. Yeah, I'm going Nebraska too. I have an inside source, Lars Anderson, who we mentioned earlier, who um, has the new book out called Chasing the Bear about Nick Saban and Bear Bryant. 
I just went straight to him. He's from Nebraska. I said, who do you think is going to win? He said Nebraska in a close one. So I really shouldn't pick them because his record is not that great. <laughs> but I do love Nebraska. Just drove through the entire width of the state. That's Woo, a that's lot a of corn. Way. And that is a long state. Woof. But I got to stick with Nebraska on this one. And, uh, you know, I'm going Colorado on this one because they're at home. I'm still not sold on Nebraska yet. I do think Scott Frost is going to have that team uh, at the national level really mm -hmm. soon, yeah. but I'm not sure they're there yet. And so I'm going Colorado. And uh, Sage, who did you pick in that game? I picked Nebraska, but right. I have some personal feelings towards Scott Frost. You know, UCF is my hometown oh, school. Oh, yes, so. yes, 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 yeah. of course. Although I don't count them as national champions, obviously. Obviously yeah. not. Yeah, um, well, they're a good team. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, we got Southern Miss at Mississippi State. We talked about the little in-state rivalry earlier. Um, I am going to go ahead and take Mississippi State. I think they're just they they're a better football team. I don't know if they're a better co better coached but they definitely have more players so yeah i'm all cowbell all the time yeah I'm yeah i'm mississippi state on this i think they're gonna handle uh southern miss pretty easily we will skip the new mexico state alabama pick and move to san diego state at ucla uh meredith what are your thoughts on this one i'm just going with ucla i have just a gut thing about this i have no real rationale for it but i was just down ucla's campus it's gorgeous love it there i'm sticking with ucla I'm actually going San Diego State. Ooh. I'm making a fearless pick. Andrew's got more guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't have <laughs> any guys in in that area, but I uh, just don't trust Chip Kelly's team this Interesting. year. Interesting. Yeah, trust them. this I don't is know. a what tough think, pick because they looked horrible last Mark, week. You don't have a pick on the big board here. You have. Yeah. A, I don't see your pick. So yeah, I'm I know. To see this where is why it's hard for me. I'm sitting here thinking who I'm going with right now. Pick UCLA, so when I'm right, I'll, I'll and, get the uh, win. <laughs> I am going to stick. I'm going to go with UCLA because they're at home. Although you know they play in Pasadena, they don't play in Westwood, so right. I don't know how much of a home that really <laughs> is to them. It's right. not far, but through LA traffic, it's an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. But I, uh, I'm going to go UCLA. But they have no offense, which is amazing considering their coach. Uh, you know, I'm, I was shocked at their lack of offense against Cincinnati. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, San Diego State's usually a good team, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in a close one, pick UCLA. There you go. Uh, next, we have the BYU Tennessee game that we've talked about <laughs> at length. Um, I wrote down for the re for the for the listeners. I wrote down uh, BYU and then a sad face. So I think uh -huh. BYU wins this uh -huh. one. Um, they're you know. Tennessee, the BYU, they're not a terrible team. Tennessee is so mentally broken right now after yes. last week that they can't recover this week. Right. Um, and if they do, that will be great for them. But I just don't think I don't think it's going to happen. Tennessee loses a really close one. That is exactly what I did. Um, BYU, I didn't have the sad face, but that's how I felt yeah, inside. Yeah, I did put a sad and face. It was all inside. <laughs> um, BYU, I don't, you know, my mom is family from Tennessee, love the SEC, but right. the psychological breakdown that must have happened after last week's game that was brutal. so yeah. rough yeah. just brutal so yeah i'm going with byu don't want to but i'm trying to win here yeah i'm going byu <laughs> also i have zero confidence in tennessee after losing after they lost to georgia state uh georgia state won what two games last year uh doesn't you know you can't totally translate last year or this year but georgia state's not a good not good at football and they no. beat tennessee and uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go with BYU. I I could see where Tennessee uh, they're under such pressure that they might come back out and really uh, do well this week, but I doubt it. I think BYU wins. Yep. All right. Next up is UCF at FAU. Uh, Mark, who you got? Well, I'm going to. Uh, 
in, in honor of Sage here, I'm going to, uh, but also, <laughs> I think UCF blows out FAU. You think so? I think Kiffin's whole thing at FAU is taking a drive south. I think he's, I think. I uh, think he's plateaued. I mean, I do think he's plateaued, and it's very, He's he's got tough competition, and UCF's going to blow them out, I believe. I think UCF's definitely going to win. Um but I hope, I'm hoping for, for Kiffin's sake that it's closer. Oh, I'd, 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 I'd love hope, to see a good game here. I'd love to be wrong about yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah. You know, well, so. I like Kiffin's great <laughs> when he wins. He gets Sage. crazy. <laughs> but no, in honor of Sage, I have to choose UCF because yeah. they are the better team. I'm going with UCF, too. They are 2-0 against FAU, and I am just sticking with them. I'm, I think y'all are probably right about Kiffin, too. Sage, what do you think about that? I, I definitely think, think UCF um, has a good shot, especially riding their high from – uh, last season. Yep. No All doubt. Right. All right. All right. Next up is oh, one of our favorites, LSU um, at Texas. So, Andrew? I, You know, I wanted to pick Texas here. Uh, LSU, I think, is much better. Um, one of my coworkers, Dominic Dunn, is an LSU grad, and he is always usually pretty skeptical, but he says that he is in on this LSU <laughs> team, which gives me a little more confidence in them. Um, but I'm picking LSU with caution. I think both those teams had pretty easy season openers, um, but this ain't your daddy's LSU, that's for sure. No. <laughs> this new sort of shiny <laughs> offense, whatever, you know, I don't know what that is, but we're, I'm going to go with LSU. Um, and I'm I'm happy to. It was tough though. That was a that yeah. was a tough one for me it to pick. It is tough. Um, I'm going LSU also. Yeah. Wow, no Texas picks. No. Nope. Yeah, that's nope. surprising. That is surprising. All right, next we have Arkansas at Ole Miss. I am going with Arkansas. I am sticking to my guns. What I said last week, Ole Miss is going to be at the bottom of the pile. I think that is it. That is a fearless pick. I'm taking Ole Miss. They're at home. I think they're a little bit better than Arkansas, which is hard to believe. Um, <laughs> but I am taking I, I'm taking the Rebels. I'm going Ole Miss too. I think uh, this is a game that uh, oh my goodness, I mean it's just it's the, for the seller in the SEC almost. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how Vandy does. But uh, okay, Miami and North Carolina. Who who you got? I'm taking Miami. I struggled to figure out which which team to take here, but I think Miami. I think they bounce back. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game. Uh, and they go in and they they uh, they take down North Carolina. Yeah, I'm calling this the Hurricane Dorian Bowl. These are all the places <laughs> Dorian is just sides right. or just hit. And um, I'm gonna have to stick with Miami. Uh, like Sage said, you know she's from there. I used to live down in Florida, and I got to rep Florida at some point here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Miami. I'll do Miami too. I think uh, they had some real problems in their first game against Florida, but that was a that week zero game we talked about last week and. Uh, uh, you know, I think Miami is the ultimately the better team, even though UNC upset uh, South Carolina last week. So there you go. Um, Stanford, Southern California. This is kind of a tough matchup. The point yeah. spread on this one's really close. Yeah. I think it's uh, three or three and a half. So um, I am actually going to take USC. Uh, I don't feel good about the pick, but that's who I'm going with. I'm going with the Trojans. So you're not feeling good about it? I'm thinking it anyway. I'm being a contrarian trying to get some points Fearless. here on you all. So. I see. Yeah, I'm sticking with Stanford. Um, you know, I don't know. I just I feel like their schedule is really tough this year. So I mean, I'm eager to see what they do the rest of the year too. But for this, I'm sticking with Stanford. Yeah, I'm going with Stanford. I, don't I think like they. USC. <laughs> yeah, I think they could. They're hard to like. Yeah, I think I'm going with Stanford just because uh, USC lost their starting quarterback, and I think. Uh, 
Stanford's just going to be uh, their better team, I believe. All right, uh, Dr. George Brown has weighed in on this. Minnesota at Fresno State, and uh, he's going with his home team, Minnesota. Yeah. I'm going with Fresno. I'm also oh, going with Fresno State. They snap, played well last week against USC. Yeah. I think USC did look a little bit better than we expected, but uh, Fresno State covered, which is yep. fantastic. Um, and I think they go. Uh, I think they get a they get a home win yeah. against the Gophers. I mean, Fresno State had a good defense. I still think the Gophers are going to take them down. I feel like um, they. Are, I'm remembering that game, and late in the game, I think they found their rhythm, and I think they're going to keep it. So I'm sticking with Minnesota. George and I are going to stick together on this one. All right. Wrapping it up this week is California at Washington. I've got Washington. Um, Mark, what about you? Yeah, I'm doing Washington. They're at home. By the way, I've said it before. I've been to that stadium. I love that stadium. Right on the right water. Right on the water, it's yeah. fantastic, beautiful campus. And uh, I like Washington. I like the university. I like the program. And I'm, I'm going with the Huskies. Yeah, I'm going with the Huskies uh, in Pac-12 after dark. They're a better football team. Yep. So. Uh, so talking about Alabama and – uh, New Mexico State. I think we're all going to pick Alabama. Is is that correct? I, can we all, can <laughs> yeah. we all agree? Sage, well, are you in on Alabama? I, you know, I believe they can do it. Right, I think they can too. Um, <laughs> this point in the show against teams like New Mexico State, no disrespect, we try to pick uh, the score here. Mark's usually pretty good at picking scores, so Mark, kick us off on a score prediction. I know. This is a tough one. You did this last week, so next week be prepared to this pick is, a score. This is tough. The line is 54 Which points. is an absurd amount of points. I know. Points. It's unbelievable. And, and I, like I did see one story, Saban teams have never carried a 50-point-plus line just because, you know, he plays everybody. Right. And so – but I'm gonna go 62 to nothing. Wow! I don't Not think, even a field goal. No, I don't think they score a field goal. And I, it's so rare to, to be able to get a pick that's zero. But 62 to nothing. I think I'm, I, going. I'm I'm going 49 this seven. This is a bad football. Team. This is a bad. I'm going 49 seven, and that's probably being generous. But New Mexico State has to has to you know beat a 54 point spread. That's a that's a ridiculous number. I literally yeah. just pulled out my calculator to do some math because that's what I needed. Because <laughs> um, I was, try- yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go a little lower, fifty six and three. I don't. That's a pretty think, fair you score. Know, yeah. I, lower than yeah. sixty. Yeah. You know, what did Savannah say last week? You know, more than a lot. I can't remember what it was. Um, but <laughs> yeah. fifty six and three, I think, is a is a safe safe bet. Sage, what are, what do you got? What do you think the the score is going to be? Mm, I'll go sixty-two to seven. You know, we get a little lazy there at the end sometimes. That's we true. Just, no, we just right. let them get and a couple by. To keep them totally yeah. off the board. Sixty-seven. So um, I'm. I guess I'm the highest with with seven with seven points. Me and Sage think that New Mexico State's going to get a touchdown. Um, I think this will be another week that it's good for the young guys to get some reps. Um, I feel like we say this at week two or week one for – not week one, but week two and week three for Alabama every year. Um, but this is a great opportunity for those guys that get some reps this game but can still redshirt. So, um, the, the, you know, these games are – they're good to have. Uh, unfortunate that, this, that, the, that the point spread is 54, 54 and a half, mm-hmm. and that it's going to be a blowout. But, like we said, it's a beautiful day in Tuscaloosa, and football is back on our TVs and in our lives. And we got a right. school that traveled, what, 1,200 miles to get here. Right. i got to give a shout-out to one of my former students, Tony Sakalis, um, who oh, wrote a story yeah. on Ravels about why Alabama's playing New Mexico. 
Mexico State. It was very good talking to the New Mexico coach about the financials and why they're willing to do this. And I mean, I think we all know a little bit, but it, it had some great quotes from the coach there. So um, have to give him a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's great for the, the Tuscaloosa, for our campus, everything to have football back. It is everybody. It's a, it's a relaxed atmosphere. Everybody knows Bama's going to win. Uh, New Mexico State will leave here with all kinds of money having played. So, you know, it should be fun. I'm ready to get out my shakers, my houndstooth, my red and white. I hope y'all are ready too. Uh, thank you for being with us today, Sage. We appreciate your time. And thanks to everyone listening on Skybox today. We'll see you guys next week here on 90.7 The Capstone. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.